Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. What's the plan, you guys? Close your, close your eyes, Dory. Close your eyes. Red, you've got to meet these. They're um, bears. Oh, buddy! Oh, how very nice. The is the same in giant as it is in common. Doran washes his beard. Thank Moradin. Two days overland to the east. What is that mark on your buttocks? from a blade. Why don't you roll a stealth check? Of course. No! Roland, you've failed me for the last time. <laughs> And welcome back to Dice Shame, episode 18, Off the Beaten Track. This week's MVP is Chris Mooney for his kind review on Facebook. If you're enjoying the show, please review us on all platforms you utilize. Please review us on all platforms you utilize. <laughs> Too robotic? If you're enjoying our show, you're going to love Thornvale. They're playing Monster of the Week. It's narratively driven and follows the lives of three monster hunters as they struggle to protect a small island town in Florida from, like, giant alligators and wendigos and shit. <laughs> Definitely give them a listen. And while you're at it, follow them on Twitter and Instagram. Yeah, they're awesome. Are you ready to do this? Let's get into it. So I was driving to work this week. I'm on the 401 and I'm thinking about the game. This shit is about to be cracked wide open. Ooh. It's a little bit intimidating, to be honest. And okay, so I know that Alex likes RPGs because there's like infinite possibilities. You get to do whatever the hell you want. Infinitesimal. That's the opposite. 
Yeah, that means infinite. Little. Yeah. <laughs> infinite opportunity. I guess what I'm asking you guys is like railroad versus sandbox. What do you prefer? Railroad. Yeah. I personally like a sandbox. I prefer railroad, I, I guess, if those are the two options, because sandbox also implies like, why don't we just go fuck off? Let's go to the beach. To me, sandbox is let's all tell a story together. And railroad is I want you to experience my story. I don't know if it's that easy, really, because I think there's elements to that that are true in this campaign that we're also telling a story, but we're also being told a story. I, I don't know if there's a clear cut way to say what I feel the difference between a railroad and a sandbox is, other than I think what we're generally getting as the sandbox is much more open. You can do a lot more, and railroad to me is a lot more structured. Yes. There's a level of it too that is changed by the fact that we are recording it and not playing it. Oh, absolutely. With all of our awesome fans. (laughs) We are currently all sitting in Naxine's apartments above the stable house. She just did a a little bit of story time with Naxine where she told you about the thousand year war between giant kind and dragon kind. And she asked you to go and meet with her friend who's a dragon expert in Waterdeep so that You can enact one of her thoughts, one of her plans, which is make some friends with good dragons and set up a force of them that will fight against the giants for us. I don't think that's a bad idea at all, but I do think maybe we need to um, talk to our other friends as well. Maxine, if that's all right. Uh, Obviously, we want to say hi to Z and and all that kind of stuff. and, And who knows? We might find the wind blows us somewhere else. Oh, of course. Uh, well, I hope that you'll take my advice into consideration. And Z uh, sits forward on the couch from behind where Naxine was sitting, and she goes, uh, "Hello." Hi. Hey, Z. <laughs> How are you doing? Oh, um, sorry. I, I thought that you were. You wanted to talk to me. Well, yeah, a little bit. Yes. Oh, uh, um, no offense, Naxine, but I, I would love to talk with him in private um, for a little bit, if that's okay. Naxine's like. Um, oh, of, co- of course. Uh, uh, well, unless there's anything else I can do for you all, I really must rest. My powers have been expended. One quick question for you, Naxine. Of course. They attacked Goldenfield. They've, they've attacked it before. Do you have any inkling or idea of why they would attack Goldenfields? Is there something that they're looking for here? Crayloth, the reason that I assume the giants came here is the same reason that I am here. Goldenfields is the breadbasket of the North. It is the reason why all human and humanoid civilizations have any substantial amount of food. They take out Goldenfields, they take out our food. And then they wipe out humanity? Is that what you think they want? I am worried about that, yes. It must take a lot to feed a giant, too. If yes. you're, if you're, and Not to mention all those goblins and bugbears parading along behind him. That's, that's a lot of mouths to feed. Yes, and if you recall, when we stumbled upon them the first moments of the battles this afternoon, they were picking up livestock and eating them. Indeed. So right. maybe they were just hungry. I wonder if... Giant kind celebrates high harvest tide as we do, whether they have their own festivals and celebrations. Something to ponder. Is there a chance I would know the answer to that, having studied ruins of, of giant temples archaeologically? and Roll history and check. I would love to. 15. Yeah, you're, you're not sure. You would presume that because certain species of giants have high enough intelligence and wisdom that they probably have their own celebrations. They do worship deities. 
For sure, I've uncovered a temple of one of them. I mean, they they do celebrate lots of things. I don't know if it, they have a har- harvest tide festival. They're, they're not. Lots of them aren't very big on harvests. Well, if this was them celebrating their high harvest tide, they celebrate a lot differently than we do. Indeed. Exactly. Yeah. Yes. Let's remember that not all giants are the same. Remember Zephyros? Obviously, mm-hmm. he are... was tall. What, what are you talking about? Tell me well, of this. Who is Zephyros? Oh, he's this really cool dude who gave us a piece of his cloud. What do you mean? He was a cloud giant. And I reach into my bag and there's like clinking and I pull out like a small vial of cloud stuff. He is a cloud giant. Check it out. Can I see that, please? Um, You can see like Red like bringing it towards her, but then also like debating. Of course. And he like hands it to her. Doran, I mean, you're a dwarf of war, I should say. Is it part of sort of an attack to destroy someone's food? Their source of feeding their troops? Maybe this is just prelude to a war. With every war, there are several fronts you're facing. There's stopping the trade from going in and out of areas of, of your enemies. By my observation, I, I wouldn't say that's what was happening in this particular situation. It looked to me, uh, like I said before, that they were attacking and eating at the same time. So, Well, here's my thinking. Nightstone, we believe, or at least I believe, was attacked for whatever valuable stone was in the center of its town. We don't know much about it, but it was the most powerful object in Nightstone. It seems like in Golden Fields, the most powerful thing it offers is its food supply. So perhaps that's what they were after. It's very possible, but these people are not the enemy, unless everybody is the enemy. Doran has a moment of self-reflection and metaphysical distrust. Naxine hands the vial of cloud stuff back to you. Fascinating. I thought so too. It smells like peppermint. <laughs> well, I'll be sure to pass on your regards to my sister when we get to Waterdeep, Naxine. Please do, yes. Uh, perhaps we should get on the road. Well, Z, uh, Z wanted to talk to us. I think outside. Oh, yes. We the leave Naxine. The road pardon. outside your mm-hmm. place, not outside <laughs> okay, of the city. Goodbye, Naxine. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> goodbye. Na- <laughs> oh, goodbye. 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 Goodbye, Naxine. Yes, goodbye. Bye. Thank you for everything. You're so cool. As we exit the apartments above the stable house, Miros, who has been also with us this whole time, is sort of wiping his hands on his white fur and turns to the four of you. There are tears in his eyes. I have to thank you for coming all the way here to deliver the news of my parents' passing. If it weren't for that, Golden Fields might not have stood against all those very, very bad boys. I have to recommend you to go to the nearby town of Amphail. It's not so far out of your way that you can't go on your way to Waterdeep. Two days overland to the east, listen. You didn't really have a chance to relax while you're here in Golden Fields. There's a beautiful tavern called the Staghorned Flagon. Go there and give my regards to Arleosa Stonehenge. She'll take care of you. We used to travel together in the carnival back in the day. Farewell, my friends. And he claps each of you on the back. You take care of that little tressum. <laughs> I will. Bye-bye, Miros. Goodbye, Crayloth. Goodbye, Miros. Bye, Dorian. You and I will always share a special bond. It's true. Keep that fur nice and white. You are the Yeti. He salutes you. What was the name of his caravan friend? Arleosa Stonehenge, who runs the Staghorned Flagon in Amphail. Two two days travel overland to the east. Well, I I mean, if it's on the way to Waterdeep anyway, and, and if we decide that we want to go to Waterdeep, I think that's a great idea. I love the sound of Amphail. Sounds lovely. 
I agree. But they got some good food there, too. Z, you seem to want our attention, and now that we're alone... She, uh, she motions that you follow her back to the abbey. Um, if, if you don't mind, I'd like to talk somewhere private, if that's okay. Of course. Absolutely. Z leads you all back to the abbey, to her quarters. She's got a, like, a single room, basically. It's just got a couple of personal effects. It's very sparsely furnished. Do we pass the bears? Yeah, they lived... So just seeing the bear out of my corner of my eye, I stopped me. Red, you've got to meet these. They're, they're um, bears that just live in the Abbey. Oh, cool. Yes, yes. You met Darlo. Dar- yeah. Uh, this, is, this is Tilby, his mate. Hi. The two friendly black bears like waddle up to the five of us. What do they sound like, Alex? Uh. <laughs> Ow. Yes, exactly. And they like nose around at you. You smell like the crumbs of cinnamon buns and cheese from uh. Maxine's apartment. Yeah, and I'm going to... Uh, communicate with them okay what do you want to communicate i just want to see how they're doing be like hi they're doing so great they're doing so great <laughs> are they affected by magic of any sort no nope. got any blueberries <laughs> can i ask them why they like wandered into town yeah they're like we smelled all the good food here all right dude and i like hold up my hand for a high five they nuzzle at you they're very nice i like them <laughs> They sort of like happily walk away, waggling their tiny little tails. <laughs> anyway, bye-bye, friends. We need to go see Z. Alex, do you have inspiration? No. I want to give you inspiration oh. for your bear noises. Oh. Really? Thank you. Uh. Z leads you to her room, and she says, uh, well, you might not believe it, but given my current station in life, uh, I'm well-born, and uh, I discarded a life of travel and luxury to attend Shantae in this lovely city. My parents were wealthy merchants and left me with a vast inheritance. I'm not trying to brag or anything. It's a familiar story. I, I left Noble so Waterdeep too to go traveling around. I just It's another thing we have in common. That's really fun. We're, we're very similar people, it seems. She starts going through the chest at the foot of her single bed, removing her simple belongings one at a time, until she comes to a small parcel of leather cloth bound in a piece of string, which she starts to untie. When, when my parents were alive, we lived in Baldur's Gate for some time. I mean, I say we lived there, but we spent a lot of time traveling. They owned several businesses in Waterdeep and had many business relations there. <sighs> what am I trying to say? We had close ties with House Than. She holds up a black pearl pendant, exquisitely crafted and dully gleaming. If you are going to Waterdeep, like Naxine said... Give this to the head butler of House Than. His name is Koldar Marskill, and he'll know what this means. That that I bequeath my inheritance to you. Just that I'm so indebted to you for everything you've done for us, for the city, for Shantae. That's incredible. Thank you so much. We get your inheritance? And Doran steps up, takes the pendant, not in a greedy way. This is incredible. Is it more than 100 years old? It is. It's worth 750 gold. Look at this, Jack. The metalwork that's holding this stone in place is brilliant. It's, yes, it's very pretty. But look at this. And there's something on like her wall. Something like mundane. There's like a wood carving of a sheaf of wheat. Did you do this? Uh, I did. It's so beautiful. Look, guys. Jack, is this over 100 years old? Uh, oh, it's so nice. No, I, I carved it. I love it. Can I have it? Okay. I will tell everybody that looks at this who made it. And let it be known, your inheritance will not be squandered by us alone. You promise to put it to good use. Anyway, I have prayers to attend to, and 
The wall needs rebuilding, obviously, so uh, I should get going. Next time we pass through, I hope our paths cross. It'd be lovely to share another meal with you under more peaceful times. Yeah. And as we walk away, Doran turns back and looks at Z and says, Thanks. Uh, as we're walking out, Red's like, You know, I'd really like to say thank you to Liverless and the other trees. They helped us tremendously. And I <laughs> He's and, right behind you. Yeah, and I like hop up into his branches as yeah. he like lowers them up. It was so fun hanging out in your oh, head. Oh, 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 Red. Oh, you're quite the interesting specimen. Oh, speak for yourself. Look oh. at you. Yeah, you're one hell of a tree, Liverless. I'm so glad I got to be there with you as we fought back the scum. Oh, yes. Mix my roots curl and twist just to think of them. The nerve. And thank you so much, again, to you and your friends. We would not have been able to do it without you. You really are the guardians of this place. What will you do now? I stay here. This is my home. Mm. It's proven to me now more than ever that this is where I belong. Stay here. Stay still. (laughs) (laughs) What? Grow some apples. Get your hands off my apples. What are you doing going around picking off apples? (laughs) (laughs) Don't you know? (laughs) (laughs) However... I would see you fine adventurers, enabled in the best way I know how. Here's what I say. Seek out my creator, a fine old moon elf named Airglass, a member of the Emerald Enclave, and a fabled giant slayer of old. (laughs) He last lived in Goldenfields about thirty years ago, when he left on a pilgrimage to Shadowtop Cathedral in order to meet with an old treant named Turlag. I'm sure that he'll know exactly what's going on and what to do about it. That's a wonderful idea. We very well might do that. Thank you, you should. Where would we need to go for that? Well, Shadowtop Cathedral is in the High Forest. Is that like next to Weed City Man? <laughs> Blunt town, yeah. It's about 18 days walk away from here. <laughs> hmm. <laughs> well, maybe we'll go there. I think if we don't go there right away, I promise you we'll make it there at some point. I think you should. Thank you so much, Liverless. <laughs> I, I suppose we have some discussing to do. Shall we once more to the tavern, maybe? Pour ourselves an ale before heading off? I look at Red's quiver, and I look up at the branches where Lifferless was hit with a rock. And I see some of the twigs kind of dangling down. Hey, Lifferless, I see you were damaged a little bit in that battle. Oh, yes. Merely a scratch. Those branches, will you be needing them? No, they'll fall off eventually. Would you mind terribly if my friend Red took them? Oh, what for? What for? Well, Red is an expert Fletcher. I, I think you're right. I, I would be using a piece of you to stamp out some more foes. It would be a way for you to continue to help us on our adventure. Oh, I've never heard of such a thing. I think that's wonderful. Very g- great idea, Kraloth. Hey. That's inspiration worthy. I was going to say, yeah. do you... Do you have? I do not have inspiration. All right, yeah, all right. Oh, oh dang! Nice. Never mind. Oh, it fell on the floor. By the you're called uh, floors. Yeah, yeah that's, you, that's pretty cool. That's so cool. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna climb up. I'm gonna take some wood of a magical tree. Thank you so much, Liffy. Listen, and, and great idea, Kraloth. I love it. <laughs> so, what's the plan, you guys? Like, so, talk to me about all of this stuff. Let's take a short rest. Yeah, I, w- I wouldn't mind the hour to buy some incense and get 
Kieran back and um, yeah, and discuss what we're doing. Maybe yeah. we should go shopping and, together. Okay, well then let's do some shopping. Let's take a short rest. Let's present this. Oh, what the hell? Let's give it to him now, Kraloth. Doran, close your close your eyes. Close your eyes. 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 Kraloth and I found something pretty fantastic. <laughs> I don't know if I want to close my eyes. Just, just close, just close your eyes. Trust us. You trust sure? Us. I don't just know. Just close your eyes. Just close your eyes. Just close your eyes. And I reach into my bag of holding and I pull out the large giant drinking horn that we found at the dead giant. And uh, Kraloth and I are like holding it, like three, two, one. Surprise! Open your eyes. Wow. That's uh great. Um, it's a drinking horn. Yeah, I you see can that. You so much yeah. beer out of it. Lots oh, of beer. Yeah, Lots of beer. You I could mean, even put mead in there. You yeah, have to carry yeah. it quite a far away. Well, or meat. What am I going to do with this? Even beef. You know what? You guys are. I really appreciate the thought oh, you're here, welcome. but. He seems you know, so appreciative. He does. I, I, I just. Uh, I don't know what I could possibly do with it. The... And then out of the corner of his eye, he sees Miros' tavern. Hey. Thanks. We, we, you wouldn't mind if I uh, re-gifted this, would you? It's yours. And with that in mind, I think we should get some drinks. I'm going to give this to Miros. And in fact, I think we should all give it to Miros. There's some sort of insignia for his tavern. So we walk into the bar carrying this giant horn then. And I turn to Miros and I say, Miros, we'd like to present you with this drinking horn. Oh, how very nice. I love it. I could hang this right on top of the mantel here. That's right. That's exactly what we were thinking. It's going to be great for you to tell the story of the giants that came to Goldenfeld. Not only that, you were in the battle that killed it. That's right. I love it. Everybody that comes in, I'll be able to tell them we took down the giants here. Look, and if it's so well. And he goes and hangs it above the mantle. And the- We're going to get a quick drink. Then we're going to do some shopping. And then we're going to jet. So we have two leads in, in Waterdeep, as well as Jack. You have someone that would put us up? My uh, Torrin is there. He's He 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 runs a feast hall. He'd, mm-hmm. he'd put us all up. I think that's a, a great idea. Additionally, I mean, Kraloth and I met in Waterdeep. It'd be very nice to maybe go back to the old place that we met. Indeed. Have another toast over that. <laughs> it's been too long. Go down memory lane. And Miros also mentioned someone in Amphail. Since it's only two days away and, and sort of on the way, maybe we should stop by there first. I don't think we need to go to the forest. Not, no, not at this stage, no. I think it's something that we should definitely keep in the back of our minds if we're sure. especially if there's nothing that's really gained from knowing the dragons. Or if we need more information on the giants. I imagine if we do end up trying to find good dragons. There are lots. The high forest is known as like an area full of layers and things. We may end up going there. If yeah, we're there. it is after all a forest. So I guess the plan is then we do some shopping here. We start on the road to Amphail, maybe spend a night on the road. And then when we get there, deliver the message from Miros at the Staghorned Flagon and then head down to Waterdeep. Agreed. Yeah. Yeah. We go to Amphail and then we head to Waterdeep. So, is there anything anyone else wants to shop for besides some... I think it'd be wise, based on the uh, battle we had here today. We didn't use any health potions, but I think it might be wise to have a few more up our sleeves. I would like to have at least one. I totally agree. I think buying a few more health potions is is of no hurt whatsoever. Not to mention, we have some good money. And Red, like, opens the bag of holding (laughs) and looks through, and he's like, I I gather that we got about 1,600 from just today. I've never even conceived of that much money. My goodness, we're rich, Jack. We're rich. It is fascinating to think of those giants walking around with sacks full of gems. While we're in town, uh, the the 
branches that you've got there, which I saw you you bringing up, are those from Lepharus? Lepharus, yes. I'm going to fashion those during my downtime at the campfire on the way to Amphil and Waterdeep. I thought so. However, you are right, and I will buy a new quiver of 30 arrows. Well, I'll make you some head. If only there was a small cat-like creature that I could take feathers from. Uh, Oh, would familiar feathers work? That'd be weird, eh? Relics? I think if you used Kieran's feathers, they would disappear if ever Kieran yeah. was like Ooh, taken out of cool, existence though. again. Did you say feathers? Um, oh, well, look over here. And you see, you see <laughs> Miros walk over to like the corner where there's like a little cushiony bed. And he's like, here, they're always falling off of relics. He's pulling feathers out of the thing and he brings you over a handful. Like I love it. So we got like wood from the tree, we got steel from Doran, and we got feathers from relics. Jack just aside to to Kraloth. Man, that Miros guy's got ears like incredible. <laughs> he's a bartender. It's true, I do. <laughs> it's like it's like he's in one of our heads. <laughs> Well, wonderful. So we want some health potions. Uh, Jack, you said you wanted more. I, there are a few more supplies to to perform the ritual to summon Kieran back from, from the realm he's in now. I might get a, a couple extra. So we're going to spend a little time shopping real quick. We're going to buy health potions mm-hmm. worth $250 gold. Jack is going to buy 30 gold pieces worth of... Incense, herbs, and charcoal. Oh, I, I might spend that hour... Uh, Summoning uh, Kieran back then. Kieran, you're amazing. You you might have saved Naxine's life there. That just incredible. That hurt a lot. It was so brave of you. You you're incredible. Well, I I do what I need to do. I guess. Amazing. Uh, Justin or Kraloth wants to buy two more platinum rings with fifty gold each. Uh, we are also going to buy ten more days of rations for each person, which is twenty gold pieces. I'm going to buy two quivers of arrows which gives me 40 that's only two gold one gold piece for 20 bolts which kraloth and doran are going to split and finally i'm going to buy a rapier for 25 gold pieces because it is a better hit uh, 1d8 than my short sword and it uses finesse which means i can add my dexterity karate karate stabby hi and like red jumps into the frame with his new rapier like Ah, what do you think, Jack? And I hold up my rapier towards you. Mm-hmm. I was thinking of a name for it. Any ideas? Matches your wit. And I hold it up like next to me. I'm like, wit. All right. I like it. Seems seems appropriate to me. I think we're ready to hit the road then. What say you, gents? I do like the idea of going to the coast and building a boat and, and going to search the islands just off the coast here. Why? Well, I don't like being railroaded or sandboxed into anything. <laughs> Sorry. Bad joke, bad joke. It's the first day of Marpanoth. Leaf fall, a new month. So you travel over land. It's, it's a nice day. The sun is just rising, lighting the meadows beautifully. Tell me a little bit about how you guys spend your morning. I think Red, similarly to before, is kind of scouting ahead. Again, I ignore difficult terrain, and we as a group can't get lost so i feel like that's because red is naturally taking the lead mm-hmm. sort of hopping up and and moving about little places relatively quickly and quietly and generally just enjoying the outside nature where he is most at home Kraloth, are you following in the rear the way that you were before yes i think i would i've got a nice view over jack and doran's head and i like it back here i kind of like sitting back and watching as the others walk and do their thing makes me feel less alone doran's got sort of a a waddle (laughs) but he's got this leather bound hardcover book as he's walking along he's watching jack 
take notes and make measurements and kind of looking around. And Doran himself is very observant and he's making note and looking at the sun and kind of measuring the distance from the horizon to the sun. And I think Jack's doing a lot of a lot of that sort of likes to keep a, a map of as we go and every couple of minutes, you know, embody Kieran and fly up and get a bird's eye view and is sort of projecting that down and showing what that top down view looked like to Doran and, and making map. And I think the rest of the time he's sort of walking through and it almost sounds like he's talking to himself as, as he's like reviewing some basic giant words and verb conjugations and things with Kieran trying to sort of start teaching them the giant language. And and Doran's kind of like every now and then he's like, what was that? Did you did you say something about uh, the direction we're going? Oh, no, no sorry. I, I'm teaching Kieran giant. Oh, you're teaching your You're teaching him giant. Well, what's really fascinating about um, Tresims is that the, they have a brilliant capacity for learning. And, and when Kieran is in that form, he, he becomes quite quite intelligent. It seems to me that that we're going to maybe encounter more giants on this adventure. Oh, would it be possible for me to join in on those lessons? Sure. I mean, if a cat can learn it, <laughs> I mean, I think I'll be able to learn a little language myself. Are yeah. you talking about me? And Red's like all of a sudden right beside you. Oh, Red, you're not a cat, are you? Oh, no, of course not. But I do speak giant. <laughs> oh. I speak a number of languages. Red, your keen eyes spot a figure in the distance. Hunched in the divot between two hills sits a figure digging idly in the ground. It is a large figure. I think I would gesture towards Kraloth. Kraloth and I, we've traveled before and we've been in combat and he understands that this is always the way that he and I travel throughout land that I usually take a, a head start so I raise my hand to a fist to sort of give him the motion to signal Whoa. to the others to hold up yeah and I'm gonna hide if I can and I'm just gonna crouch and watch 24 okay so you you're watching this figure from I'm imagining like the way that a cat looks before it pounces you're just kind of hunched in this long grass peering out Totally silent. My shoulder blades raised. Mm -hmm. What do I see? You see a huge creature. He is well armored with probably some kind of plate mail. Fiery red hair. And he is digging in the land around him with this long instrument. He is surrounded by three little figures you can't quite make out, but uh, every now and then he sort of swats one of them in an irritated way. Roll an insight check for me, please. just about to ask. 17. He seems pretty irritated, kind of in a bad temper. Yeah, I would spend another moment just analyzing to see if there was a way we could move north or south around them in a wide enough arc to pass by relatively unnoticed. You know, if there's a crop of trees over here, if there's long grass over here. Yeah, if you move, you know, 10 minutes out of your way total to go around him, you can definitely escape his notice. Yeah, and I would come back down and in a very hushed tone say, I think I saw what I would imagine to be a fire giant over there with a number of small figures, halflings or gnomes or possibly goblins. He was swatting them away in a very angry Perhaps way. Perhaps Kieran could go and take a flyby a little closer. They're pretty small and stealthy. Yes. They're, yeah. I just, I would be, I would make sure as long as there's no way. See, this is the one thing that I think new Kieran doesn't have as advantage because an owl is like an owl, but like a tressum is like a pretty, you yeah, wouldn't really see those in pet. nature. Exactly. Would you like Kieran to go and take a look? I think that'd be a great idea. Why don't you roll a stealth check? I'd love to. How do you feel about an eight? Okay. Kieran stalks toward this fire giant that is being attended by three small flitting figures. 
and they come to within about 40 feet of the giant when they step on a twig. And all of a sudden, four heads turn toward this tressum standing in the grass. The giant goes back to what it's doing, digging in the ground. But these small creatures fly over. They are made of fire and smoke. They have wings and long noses. And Kieran will have to roll initiative. <laughs> okay. 21. All right. It's your turn, Kieran. Kieran is going to take a movement, trying to find some cover, something I can hide behind, get out of sight, and then hide. Great. So you're going to try to get 40 feet away and make a stealth check. Natural one. No! Shame. 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 Roland, you've failed me for the last time. Bye, Roland. Roland. Bye. 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 Sorry, Kieran. These small creatures fly after Kieran and they use their whole movement to get directly up on him. They burst through the bushes that Kieran is hiding in and they see them up close for the first time. Their skin seems to be roiling with magma and uh, they look ready to, to get down to business. From where we're standing, what do we see? You see Kieran fly into some bushes and Three, like, smoky orange creatures follow him. Okay. Uh, Do you want to intercede? Yeah, I'm, I'm trying to figure out if now is the, the right time to, to make him disappear or not. Uh, I think seeing them all, like, dive onto the bush that Kieran just jumped into, I think I'm just going to put, you know, make Kieran disappear into a pocket dimension as my action, seeing them, like, dive into the bush mm. and, and Kieran is no longer... Doran simply observes what the red giant does. Hmm. And I'm going to immediately start saying, let's quietly swing about 10 minutes south and go around. I agree. We don't want any business with this one. Nope. Jack, what do you think? I might I might have Kieran appear in front of me. Okay. Within 30 feet of me. Okay. Just to be like, what You know, what, what did you see? They're, they're clearly elemental creatures. Some kind. Terrifying. Based on their description, can I, do I discern anything about them? Does it remind me of anything? Or, or? Mm, Roll an arcana check. Uh, 12. Uh, yeah, these are probably elementals, fire elementals of some kind. You're not sure. Okay. We're going to be moving quickly while this is happening. Roll stealth. All of us. 12. 12? Yeah. Uh, six. Okay. 14. 16. Okay. So overall as a group, you travel fairly stealthily back down the backside of this hill and then swing around wide of this valley where the giant is digging can we still observe? He seems despondent, scratching away at whatever it is in the mm. ground that he is trying to unearth. He seems less like he can't do it and more that he's just like fucking tired. Mark the spot on the map, Doran. Will, will Good thinking. So you travel for a few more hours. You end up um, in like a fairly secluded little copse of trees that seems like it would shelter any light from a campfire were you to light one. Somewhere that seems fairly safe. Maybe there's a babbling brook. There's a little babbling brook. With um, maybe like streaks of light coming through a, a nice birch forest. Yeah, yeah. Look it's at beautiful. How beautiful this is. If Marpinoth being leaf fall, there, there's a carpet of orange and yellow leaves underneath. Just like me. I think I would be spending an evening time fletching those arrows. Kraloth is going to sit down close to Jack and 
I'm picturing Kieran like sitting on Kralov's lap and Kralov doesn't even notice. He's so like entrenched and trying to focus. There's like sweat coming down his brow as Jack is like, the, the is the same in giant as it is in common. The. <laughs> Kralov is like drawing the letters in the dirt and Kieran is scratching out the ones that are wrong. Okay. Doran goes to the babbling brook and washes his beard and actually oh, gives God. himself a good, oh, a good scrubbing. I am relieved. <laughs> You see him as he scrubs himself, and then you see him, his little naked body go to the, naked bum to a dirt patch, and he <laughs> rolls around in the dirt. Oh, like a sparrow, you take a dust bath? Yeah. So that's good. really he cute. Takes a, he takes a wet bath, and then he gets in the dirt and gets himself muddy, and he's like, it's good for the skin. I think I'm fletching at the riverbank, and, yeah. and I'm like, and then when I was this old, and I'm like fletching and like carving while you're like bathing, and I figured yeah. like this little scene where you and I are just chatting back Yeah, and yeah, yeah, yeah. What is that mark on your buttock? No. Oh, it's from a blade. It looks like a little tiger tail. Yes. It, uh, uh some sort of skewer I was skewered with. And he tells a story about when he was hit in battle by a barbed arrow of some kind that he had to pull out himself and he, a chunk of his ass came out with it. Ouch. Oh. And then after the stories are done, he finds a tree and falls asleep, fast asleep under it. And after that, I suppose we all slowly retire one by one. W- will you be setting a watch? Can Kieran watch? Yeah. Yeah. Probably makes the most sense then. Okay. And you guys are going to level up. Amazing. <laughs> Just in time for next week's next episode. episode. <laughs> next time on Dice Shame. Oh, wow. I got all this cool new stuff. I can't believe someone's drinking out of my horn. You're going to love this spell I thought of. <laughs> I'm down, guys. Kraloff's down. Find out what happens next week on Dice Shame. Thank you so much for listening and as always make sure to leave us a good review bye-bye perfect normally being a little extra can be a bit much but when it comes to healthcare, it pays to be extra. And United Healthcare makes it easy with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they supplement your primary plan, helping you manage out-of-pocket costs without the usual requirements and restrictions like deductibles and enrollment periods. So when it comes to covering your medical bills, you can feel good about being a little extra. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.